Hey everyone, you're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode number lucky 13. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Ground Curling Podcast, Team USA. Wait, what? What did I say? Wrong show, dude. Oh, crap. You're right. Common Ground Football Podcast. That's right. I get confused. They did win, though. Yes, congratulations to the U.S. team. Got gold in curling, and I don't know nothing about curling. Don't know nothing? No. It was awesome. But that's not what this is about. Was there any highlights? What were the stats? What were the stats? I can give you stats. Okay. They won uh, 10-7. Oh. It was like in the, the, the Swedes. They, uh, Swedes. The Swedish team, they uh, they conceded and said that uh, there was no way they were going to win because there wasn't. Uh, the In the eighth end, they call them ends. They're like innings. They uh, The U.S. did something that never happens. They scored five points in one frame. It was nuts. Cool. I stayed up super late and watched it and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, you were all over Twitter on that oh. one. And then I went to go look to buy uh, gear. I want shirts and, and sweatshirts. And I really liked the jackets that they wore in the medal ceremony. And I'm like, I wonder how much those jackets are. Well, Nike makes those jackets. <laughs> so they're $200. Oh, no. Those jackets are $500. Oh. <laughs> Olympic tax. I don't like them that much. Uh, so you're right. This is the uh, Common Ground Football Podcast. I'm Brian McLaughlin. I'm the Seahawks fan. I'm Andrew Guzman. I'm the Cowboys fan. And we're going to talk about football. No more curling until four years from now. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay pretty sure do you think football would ever make it into the olympics no i think we talked about this before did we i, I don't it just does it doesn't have that reach just yet it's still just an american sport yeah be cool though it would be cool <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day we'll see um who's producing this week who we got just did uh barry stay with us or uh barry left we have ben ben <laughs> hey ben hey ben how you been <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there yeah wow we're jokers tell you what uh all right so episode number what 13 13 lucky, lucky number, number 13 mm. are they worth it is who worth it Do you know what that means what does that mean so i went with are they worth it because with what we're talking about in this episode you got the combine. We get to see the young talent. Mm-hmm. You got the draft coming up. Mm-hmm. We get to pay and draft that young talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Bortles. We're going to talk about Blake Bortles. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Dez. Dez put on an interesting interview. Mm-hmm. And where Kirk Cousins is, uh, or Kirk Cousins is going to end up. Um, all of those players, you got the, the rookies, you got the veterans, you got all those guys. Are they worth it? Because it. money is going to be involved somehow some way so you see what i did i see what you did there <laughs> i ran out of cool uh like star wars titles we i know to, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get back into yeah. that yeah because we can definitely do it uh all right we just went over what to expect in this episode it's going to be a good one hopefully we asked last week and i want to ask again this week we got some great ideas from a lot of you out there and thank you for that but the uh off season is long and boring and rough it is rough no foosball no 
So we need a, we have a good list going, but we'd like some more ideas on topics to cover in our episodes while we're kind of in between the big events, in between the draft, in between free agency, you know, before the training camps begin, all that good stuff. There's going to be lots of weeks in there where we're, you know, struggling to find something relevant to talk about. So definitely. Yeah, no, always feel free. Send them through Facebook, send them on Twitter, send them on our new Instagram. Uh, where else are they? Well, email. Yeah. We'll take email. We'll do that. Do we have a PO box. Do people still email? Do we have a PO box? <laughs> if you really want to send it old fashioned, do you want to write it down and mail it to me? Um, yeah. Send, I'll send you an address. If that's what you want to do. Uh, the email does work. Our Instagram is awesome. You guys should check that out. All right. You want to, we'll start with the Cowboys and what happened between last week's episode and today. There's, there's been some stuff. There has been some stuff. Well, what's going on? Tell me. Cause I don't know. <laughs> so we had not a whole lot as far as team goes. There wasn't any, any moves, nothing. Um, Demarcus Lawrence still, um, he hasn't been tagged yet. The expectation is they will tag him. Um, with the thought of possibly having the long-term deal done by the deadline. But, you know, besides Demarcus Lawrence, they also need to think about Zach Martin. Yeah. So there's kind of a, well, who, who do we want to take care of, you know, first? So we'll see what happens there. But, um, interesting though, Dez was on the local Dallas radio, one Oh five, three, the fan and had, a pretty lengthy interview and, and he r- rarely goes on the radio at all. But, um, he went on and he had actually had a lot of pretty interesting things to say. And I, I sent you the link and did you happen to listen to some I, of it? I did. I listened to it right after you sent it to me. And then again, right, actually, right before we started recording, listen to it again, where I could actually take some notes and, and really listen to it where I wasn't crammed to busy. So, um, lot, he lot. doesn't, he doesn't do interviews. Very no, often. no, not really. But so obviously a lot of the talk this off season so far has been, is Dez going to be in Dallas? Me personally, I think he's, he's not going anywhere. He, he's not going to go anywhere and he's most likely going to retire a cowboy. He'll probably retire before going anywhere else. But, um, you know, he kind of just went over last season things that, you know, he had some injuries last year went over or was talking about he just he said a lot of things outside of football were bothering him during football which i thought was pretty interesting to hear and he actually has mentioned that before um just after the um season finale or the season end um they were asking him about kind of the connection and just the chemistry going on with dak and he said you know He's going into his third year. I'm going into my ninth year. You know, we're we're gonna be okay. And there, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of people that do worry and maybe say that either Dak isn't a Dak isn't good enough or Dez has fallen off. I don't think any of those are are true. Dak's still a young quarterback. He's improving. He'll be okay. And you know, interesting if you look at all of our stats for all the wide receivers and and Jason Witten. All of them had either career lows or at the, the bottom that they've ever had. So it was just, I mean, it was a down year across the board. So you can't just say, oh, it's just Dak. 
But, um, you know, Dez, he, he did put a lot out there as far as admitting things bothering him, injuries. Um, trying to think of one of the one of the other big points, something that did stick out to me. I know as a uh, an outsider, obviously not a – it's no secret I'm not a Cowboys fan. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, okay. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> no clue. Um, I actually – the interview for me was eye-opening, I guess is the best way to put it, because I – as the outsider, the only Des that we get is post-game interview Des, and then whatever the media says. And we've talked about this before and how the media likes to paint this picture of the big whiny crybaby. And listening to that interview, that's why I asked he doesn't normally do interviews because it's to me it was like sounds like something he would do all the time. And they got a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. And he I mean, he opened up and he he mentioned, you know, a whole bunch of stuff and listening to the interview. Yeah. He doesn't plan on going anywhere and he definitely wants to stay a cowboy. Oh yeah. He loves, loves the team, loves the city, you know, loves the fans as harsh as the majority are. But you know, you see these things like, it's like right here, like this bothers me. This is Colin Cowherd as a wide receiver. He can no longer separate time for the Cowboys to get rid of Des Bryant. Des has never been a receiver who separates. He's a receiver who will post up on someone and will snatch the ball. Um, Romo and him had it perfectly. If if Dez was quote-unquote quote unquote covered, Romo knew exactly where to throw that ball to where only Dez can catch it. That's that's the kind of wide receiver he is. He's not someone who's constantly going to beat a, a cornerback and just, you know, be streaking downfield. He's not he's not a separate or a separation receiver like an Antonio Brown or like a Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham. He's just a big body guy, um, and the one. So the one thing that did stick out with me, and I wanted to ask you about this. So he mentioned, or they they had asked him if a rookie wide receiver or a young wide receiver was to come up and ask you for advice on playing through injury. He said, "In the in the past, I would have said, you know, you got to do everything you can to be out on the field." He goes, now I would say your body is most important. Get it right before you go out there. And actually, that that's the one. That's getting cl- a lot of criticism. That's the one click um, clip that got picked out of there and everyone is talking about. In my opinion, I think he's 100% right. Be 100% healthy before you're out there and either hurt yourself more or hurt the team. Yeah, and as fans, that's what we want. And I think the the – the criticism is coming from what it does to the moneymaker, the NFL. And well, and a lot of criticism is coming from the old school players yeah, who would play obviously oh. with limbs hanging. I mean, I get that the tough guy thing, but these guys want to be hundred percent fully healthy and have a longer career. Yeah. Cause they're always thinking about their future. And even if they're on a, a contract that's still got, you know, three years four years on it it's the nfl those aren't guaranteed contracts right so these guys are thinking well if i sit out one more game and get that much healthier and go out there and not re-injure myself now i now i can extend my career out even further instead of going out there when i shouldn't 
getting hurt again and maybe causing the injury to get worse mm-hmm. and then screwing up my entire career. So I get, it, I get where he's coming from. I do too. I, it's like, he's having a, uh, a reality check moment. Like he's, he's having kind of a, cause he mentioned a lot about how he's, he wasn't right. He, he, he was distracted. He, his head wasn't all the way in it. And then he told fans flat out said, I promised that I, that they're not going to do that, mm-hmm. that, I'm going to be in it and I'm not going to do it until I'm ready. And so he's having some, some eye opening, some weird moments personally. That's kind of changing his, his tune a little bit, at least to me as the outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked him about the chem, the chemistry thing between him and Dak is what gets brought up a lot. And they asked him about, you know, Hey, have you, you and Dak had a chance to work out, work out together yet this off season. And he said, no. And, and I saw a couple stories where they're like, well, that's unbelievable. How come they haven't? It's like, uh, it's February. Can't they take a break? <laughs> like, why do they have to be working out? Russell Wilson is in New York playing baseball right now. <laughs> so like they don't, they don't necessarily need to be right now. As long as they, you know, they do need to build their chemistry some more. Oh, it'll, and it'll happen. It's, they, it, it, I mean, he did mention they're, they're talking they're They've got yeah. a plan. It's, it's just, it's February. Like you, you said, it's yeah. You look at your roster, and and like you said, everyone had kind of a down year. Think about everything that that team went through. The the season got flipped upside down with everything that happened with Zeke, and of course it was unorganized and off in stats. You know, and Cowherd also said something about uh, you know he hasn't had a thousand yard rushing season and receiving season, or, yeah, and mm-hmm. however long it was. Well, Cowherd just likes to talk, and you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Spew garbage. But everyone had a down year. And now they're going to go into next season with hopefully nothing with Zeke and they can just focus on it, get more organized and another year is another season of them finding that chemistry. And you Dak is a he's a brand new quarterback and in his second year and everything turned upside down. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and, and the and the one thing they they do say as far as you know, second year quarterbacks is is okay. Now everyone has that rookie year tape. Yeah. And defensive coordinators will study that. They'll find your weaknesses. They'll frustrate you. And you know, it happens. That's up to him to just continue to work on his craft and come back bigger and better than ever next season, and not worry about what everybody else is saying. Yeah. So. I, I like I said the interview to me was completely eye-opening because I have never experienced that side of him yeah you see what's on NFL Network or ESPN yeah, or where everyone or, just trashes him or anything like that yeah so I'm not saying I mean we're gonna slow down here a second <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 I'm not saying that like all of a sudden I'm this huge Des Bryant fan because I'm not but I I yet <laughs> but i'll i'll give the guy credit and say hey and he not and, not who i thought and he owned up to you know everything that's been going on you know he didn't make try to make any excuses or anything he owned up to all of it so you know it is what it is but it was a really good interview um check out ben and skin show on 153 the fan they you know they put out good stuff that was a, they did a really good job on the interview mm-hmm. um, asked all the right questions it didn't seem like they were scared to ask any questions. No, those guys, yeah, they're they're all, yeah. Um, other than that, 
you had um, the compensatory picks announced. So now draft picks for, well, all teams are finalized. So I got um, none. Did you get any? So D- Dallas has, let's see, they were awarded. Stand by. We have like music. <laughs> ben needs to get better at like queuing up music. So they scored uh, four draft picks. And so Lucky. in total, they have one first rounder, one second rounder, one third rounder, two fourth rounders, two fifth rounders, two sixth rounders, and a seventh rounder. It is such a better uh, selection than my team does. <laughs> so speaking of Seattle, <laughs> let's jump up to the old Pacific Northwest. The PNW. 509. Well, they're in the 206. I know, but <laughs> but we're in the five. We're in the five hundred nine, and that's what matters. Yes, we're not a two hundred six. We're on the better side of the state, in my opinion. Just saying, <laughs> we have four seasons here. Ooh. That's a hot take. We have four seasons, although I don't know what this winter is. Saturday was all four seasons, <laughs> all in one day. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, so up in the the land of the twelves, <laughs> <laughs> you won't let me call it Seahawks Nation. So what am I allowed to call it? And I would rather you call it Seahawks Nation than Twelves. Land, land of the Twelves. Well, we're not allowed to use Twelfth Man anymore. So I know, yeah, because that's a Texas thing. That's an I and M thing. Uh, so nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the Seahawks actually have gone. This is crazy. So John Schneider is known as a guy not scared to make a transaction. Him and Pete Carroll go nuts, and they release people, sign people, trade people. They go crazy. We are coming up on nearly uh, the the two month mark without any transaction, without anything. Huh. That'll be the last thing they did was on the third, and that was when they signed the kicker practice squad dude. I don't remember his name because doesn't matter now. Um, yeah. So almost two months. So it's a little weird, and everyone's again like we talked about last week. We are just sitting around waiting to find out what the plan is. And I know after thinking about it more today, why on earth would they reveal what their plan is? Right. Uh, especially if it's going to be a draft heavy plan, why are you going to let people know what you're thinking about doing? If you don't have to, you know, worry about Bennett until later in March, uh, for his, um, salary to kick in. If you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff until later, worry about it later or just don't announce it until later. Well, and that's the thing with a lot of these, you know, like franchise tag and all, there's no benefit to doing it day one. No, well, no one jumps out and goes, Ooh, we can do it now. Let's, let's franchise take right. this guy. It's that No, that's just when it can start. It's all about um, strategy. So don't get, don't get excited. No, just calm down. I mean, people got to remember in the draft, there's all, it's a, it's a loaded draft class this year and everyone's going to be, you know, positioning and trying to figure out who they're going to get based on where they're at, whether they stay in that spot or trade down or trade up or any of that, they don't want to give away what they're planning on doing or who they really want to take or who they really like in the draft, you know, because you may think that all these teams, you know, only think about themselves. I don't believe that. I think that yes, they're thinking about themselves, but it's there. It's competition, right? If someone in your division gets word that you're going to take this guy over here, why are they taking that guy over this guy? Is there something they know that we don't know? Like you get this whole thing. It's chestnut checkers. Oh, I like that. Did you make that up? No training day. 
Yes. I'm trying to. <laughs> you could have just said yes, you did. No. <laughs> Somebody would have called me on it they immediately. Would, they would have totally. So, yeah, so we're just waiting around uh, to find out what's going on. Um, they did finalize their coaching staff. They uh, added three more, so they already you know hired a new offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Uh, we finalized it, so we have we brought on the assistant defensive line coach Jethro Franklin, assistant special teams coach uh, Larry Izzo, and an offensive assistant in Steve Shimko. Yeah, so coaching staff and your coaching staff I saw finalized. Yep, yep. So that's all done. Um, and then other than that. <laughs> Everyone wants to make a some people want to make a big deal out of it. Others don't care. I don't care, but uh Russell Wilson is is in New York while well, he's in Florida. And What's he uh, doing there, Brian? Uh he's playing some baseball. Ooh, that's still such a weird thing. We talked about it last week, but it is still just weird. Yeah. I don't What's strange for me is I say I don't care, and then I saw him today walking around in pinstripes and the Yankee hat. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like wow um bleep you russell um like for and, and it bugs me more than texas like texas didn't, it's my that's a division rival and it didn't bug me but then he goes to new york and i'm like no uh-uh <laughs> and then he went out there and he got in a little home run derby with Giancarlo stanton and aaron judge <laughs> and he actually hit it it was either five or six but he actually hit at least five home runs out in batting practice wow and they were big home runs and <laughs> and everyone knows for, well for those of you who don't know brian is a ginormous baseball fan that's huge that's, that's in the heart huge but i do love football too uh yeah so everyone wants to make a big deal of like well what's he doing why is he doing that uh russell wilson loves baseball that's actually his first love it all worked out that football is where he ended up and he's really he's over there for a week. It's a publicity stunt. It's all PR work. The Yankees love it. Russell loves it. He gets to work out with the team for a week and then he comes home and goes back to normal life. So for all you Seattle fans out there that are freaking out, it's it's not a big deal. Who cares? <laughs> It'll be all right. It'll be okay. He's not going to play in any games. He's not going to get hurt. It's okay. Um I think that that was it in the Seahawks world. Coaches, Russell. We'll talk about the draft later. Um, pretty sure it did come out that they are not going to franchise tag Sheldon Richardson. Oh. And that they'd actually prefer to work out. They want him to stay, but they would actually prefer to work out a deal instead of tagging him. Kind of hoping, my guess would be that they're trying to figure out a way to make a deal more signing bonus and more cap friendly than just a big old $14 million hit Mm -hmm. like the franchise day would be. So I'm all for that. I would literally love to him for him to stay on the team. However, I get it. It's money. Got to do what you got to do. Well, that's, I mean, that's how contracts are going now. It's, you know, it's a big number, but it's mm, the majority is just a big signing bonus. Oh yeah, and, and then that's, yeah. you can get out of that deal. You know, within within a year, everyone instantly freaks out whenever they see the big contracts come out. And they're like, they're gonna pay him what? And you're like, whoa! <laughs> Read the details of it. Unlike baseball, where that's pretty close to the number they're getting. No, baseball. I would love if baseball went like football and went non guaranteed. <laughs> oh, guy just struggles, and you could just be like, you know what? You're cut. <laughs> That would just be 
I think that would make baseball so much more fun. But you know, this is a football podcast. True. We've we've been on uh, we've football, t- curling, baseball. Yeah. Do you watch hockey in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> no. That was great too. Shout out to the USA women's team <laughs> for winning gold. I'm an Olympics junkie, so sorry. I can't help it. You don't need to apologize. It's awesome. It's our show. I get sad when it's over, actually. I really do. What's next? Speaking of the uh, draft and combine and all that good stuff, do you, uh, I think we were talking earlier off air. You actually like the combine. I do. You actually watch the combine. I do. Tell me. Parts of it. Tell me uh, what do you watch, why you watch it, because honestly, I don't, and I don't care about it. <laughs> I know that the teams care about it and it's it's a big deal and it means a lot and there's scouts are down there and everyone's down there. But I mean, for me as the fan, I don't I don't even watch it, but you do. So you explain to the people what you're so excited about. Cuz I can see the excitement in your face right now. I'm excited it's just because it's the first like okay. It's the combine, then just after that it's the draft and then it's Spring rookie mini camp and then this training camp. But anyways, to kick it all off, it's the combine. No, I just I I enjoy watching, you know, the all the top prospects or at least the ones that get invited to the combine. It's not always the top guys that get invited. But um, weird too. But watching, you know, just watching the wide receiver drills. The the forty yard dash is the one that obviously everyone always watches. That's that that one doesn't really translate well to you know actual game speed or anything like that. I mean. Okay, yeah, fast forty time. Okay, but um, watching like like the offensive linemen or the the, the defensive ends, the linebackers doing like the uh, ten yard splits or the three cone shuttle, um, with you know wide receivers and running backs. That that's the one that's pretty. You know, that translates right over to the game with how quick those guys can get you know, get their hips switched over, you know, lateral agility, explosive speed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, that. and then it's all, it's always fun watching the big men do the, uh, bench press. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't get into it. <laughs> like, no, I think it's cool that you do. Cause that means you're like, a, like I told you earlier, you're our official combine expert then. Cause I, oh, I, it's, I don't watch it. And I, I and I always love the one, the one, there's always the one player that nobody's talking about until after the combine and then everyone's talking about them and that translates directly to the draft and then all of a sudden draft boards are changed yep who's getting who i mean you know a few years ago it was dentari poe nobody was really talking about him and then he had a just a crazy combine and then he went up some draft boards see for it's me, always fun to watch watch things shift kind of yeah. you know how, how as things are happening well, and there's no other way. I mean, this is this is how these guys. I mean, you can these teams can watch all the tape they want and watch the games from the college season and and do all that. But watching the tape and then seeing them in person is totally different. The bummer is that it's in a controlled setting where it's like, okay, you're going to run forty yeah. yards. Where it'd be more impressive to see them in a game game which is why you like at the senior bowl you know there's a bunch of scouts obviously are there oh yeah um and then the big names you know the guy the quarterbacks the you know especially the quarterbacks but they're all you know they've got their pro days 
and those are the fun ones to those, watch also. those are fun i've watched a few of those mm-hmm. that's one dude and he's showing off skill and you're actually seeing you know him throw routes you know do that kind of stuff uh i i i like those this is a combo just doesn't do anything for me <laughs> well like i said the, in, and the big part of it is just okay now we're getting back to football and then exactly get excited so you get excited about the combine and then free agency is right after this we're two weeks away from free agency where you don't get a poop about it because your team doesn't do anything. <laughs> my team doesn't. And when they do, they foul it up. Yeah. But yeah. My team doesn't necessarily participate heavily in free agency, but it's still, you have 32 total teams and it is just fun to watch the big names drop and where they're going to go. Cause there's always one that, you know, the breaking news comes on and someone just signs somewhere and you're, and you're, it's shocking to everyone that that person ended up there. So that's where I get excited. So, so you can you're the combine dude, awesome, and then I'm I'm the free agency guy, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we get we're we're getting different roles here. <laughs> but speaking of free agency, I must ask you. Oh God! Before we get this is too far into this is it. off topic. And no, we're not talking about Earl Thomas. Don't worry. <laughs> Can't so, have him. But in your division, the good old L.A. Rams. Ooh. Picked up a pretty good corner themselves. Was that uh, that was that shocking? It wasn't shocking that the move was made. And we're talking about Marcus Peters. Yeah. Uh, it's well known that he has some attitude issues. Uh, but it definitely, let's say, it did not make the NFC West any easier. Uh, that Ram team... What the Rams are doing is they are basically what the Seahawks were five years ago. Has it been that long ago? Already? Yeah, it's crazy. Bunch of young talent. Not ta- that I care, but. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of young talent and talent. I mean, good players. Um, so it looks great now, and they can continue to do this. However, eventually you got to pay the guys and this is where seattle ran into the problem seattle had all their success while they were paying russell wilson league minimum and then look what happened Mm -hmm. and they're going to run into the same problem in two years when his contract's up so well that's also what i'm worried about with dallas i mean you you got dak their you know rookie year or rookie contract you want to try to maximize as much as you can before you have to start paying these guys yeah and that's that uh with the new rookie contracts and how they work and how they can be structured so low, it changes the whole ball game. Because if you draft your quarterback in a later round, not having to pay him as much, but you got to pay him earlier. But you got to pay him, yeah. And the Rams are going to run into some issues now for next season and the season after that. It's scary because they've got they showed last season that they can be a team to reckon with. It all depends on what Goff does. Does mm-hmm. he does he follow it up with another good season or mm-hmm. was it a fluke? Yeah. We don't know. Um so right into we'll just do a little bit of draft talk. We'll we'll continue to do more draft stuff as we get closer to it. Um I think we're even talking about doing a uh kind of a special episode on maybe the first a, round draft night. Yeah, maybe a maybe a round one kind of reaction or Maybe we could do a live. That might be too long because I mean, round one of the draft takes is, forever. Well, yeah, we can edit. I mean, it it's a couple it. hours, but maybe we'll do a, a a round one reaction. Well, that'd be fun. Let us know what you think. Yeah, what do you want us to do? Because we can, you know, we can do a lot of things. <laughs> um, 
Is there anyone in the combine that you're like super interested to see, or are you just overall? Because what's your what's your in the draft? What's your team's biggest need, and is that what you're going to be looking for in the combine? No, not necessarily the combine. I mean, I I enjoy, I enjoy watching the combine, but um, watching either scouts break down tape or just watching you know the occasional highlights on certain guys. That's more of what I'll what I'll look at, but. So you got um, wide receiver is a need. Um, safety is a need. Defensive, well, interior defensive lineman is a need. Left guard is a big need. And uh, tight end. Possibly also, um, I'd say running back. Um, it's crazy because those all sound like exactly the same thing I need. <laughs> <laughs> uh the again the seahawks were still waiting around to, to find out what they do in free agency before we really know what they're going to go after in the draft but um offensive line of course uh defensive line safety um and even cornerback because we don't know sherman still uh questions on whether they'll actually go after a running back um they really need one they do but again they don't know there's actually some in- intriguing names out in free agency that they might go after it's it's so hard right now and that's why we'll do more draft shows as we get closer because you got to get past free agency and find out if they were to grab anybody um i'm still safety is kind of where i'm leaning just because i I just well defensive backfield in general just something as a whole everyone wants yeah everyone wants to be like oh well they need offensive line well no kidding but they're a defensive team. Pete Carroll is a defensive-minded coach. That's his strength. That's what he wants. And they don't want to they don't want to seem weaker on defense and they don't know where Richardson's going. They don't know where any of that stuff's happening. So Well, and also who knows what, you know, now with Cable being gone, your new offensive line coach, what 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 might he be able to do with the guys <laughs> they got? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Cable was supposed to be dang good at that job, and he couldn't do anything. Of course, Cable also personally evaluated all those guys. And drafted and, defensive yeah, linemen. And said they were going to be great. Trust me, no, these guys will work out. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk more about the draft when we get closer. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun with that because the draft is huge. It's quite the event now. Let's move on to a couple of stories that are going on in the NFL in general. First one is hits home for you, you know. This would be a quick subject. This, <laughs> I'm sure your opinion is quite – this is crazy. So this time of year we don't get a lot of breaking news in the NFL. And this was breaking news today and happened to be on the day that we're recording. So it's kind of cool that it happened and we get to talk about it right away. When it first came out, it was this big news that, oh, well, Roger Goodell is going to fine Jerry Jones $2 million for – Conduct, conduct, conduct yeah, detrimental to the league. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Two million dollars. <laughs> Whoa! At first, I wanted to be like when I first saw it. I thought that's not real because <laughs> that would just be another look at me. I have all this power. I'm gonna f- for messing with my contract. Right. I'm gonna find you two million dollars because that's the way it w- it came out. It was mm-hmm. you messed with the contract negotiations and all that stuff. Now I'm gonna find you because of, you criticized. Yeah. You know the process and everything publicly and put a bad rap on the NFL. And I was like, wow. And then you find out it's real. And then of course 
hours later it comes out that wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is actually a a rule that is in the league that has to do with reimbursement of legal fees. Mm-hmm. And so all this is, and the owners requested it, not Goodell. Goodell then approved it. But it's $2 million in legal fee reimbursement from all the stuff with you know the Zeke stuff yep. and for the contract negotiations. Well, if you would have got the uh, suspension or the non-suspension correct in the first place, they wouldn't have had to investigate That's... for a year. But anyways. <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> Still. I feel like every week. I don't we understand. Get, I, I purposely push it this direction <laughs> to pull the passion out of him because he just all of a sudden he sits up straighter and he gets all, there's a wrinkle. There's like a little on his forehead. He gets mm. all mad. <laughs> I'm I'm not wrong. No, you're not. That's what's crazy. Because you're 100 percent correct. That was handled terribly. So, so and, it, and two million dollars for yeah. for legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our what kind ju- of what kind of what kind of lawyers and that's how our justice system works, man. Good lord. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, and like you said, I mean, Jerry's just gonna write the check and. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Well, well, the other the other part of that was, or the when it eventually came out, it was no, it's five hundred thousand dollars. That's what Roger Goodell can find. He can request or, more. Right? I'm sorry, not fine, but well, well I no, guess he, it is. Yeah, a fine. yeah he can five hundred thousand dollars, and then anything additional has to be voted on by the owners, which obviously they must have. Well, no, because it was. Yeah, so the five hundred thousand is actually literally a fine that he can do. He can present for conduct detrimental to the league. So if he wanted to, he could fine him five hundred thousand dollars. He can get additional if he wanted to, but this ended up not being a fine at all. It literally ended up being a reimbursement, and they can do it for as much as they want based on what the legal fees were. So, I mean, it it's just another chapter in this story that's being written about this, you know, conflict between Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones. Yeah. So here you go. You got, um, power of NFL commission to find owners stems from article seven, article eight, sorry. Get your articles, right. NFL, uh, constitution and bylaws explicitly authorizes (laughs) commission to find owner max of $500,000 for conduct detrimental, Commission can increase fine with approval of executive commissioner. All decisions of commission are final and unappealable. And this and all Hi, this, my name is King Roger. <laughs> yes. And all of this goes back to what we talked about earlier or last week. Take all of this power away from just the one dude. It's just ridiculous. And, and I and I love when we talk about or when anyone talks about Goodell because yes, everyone hates the Cowboys. Everyone hates Tom Brady. Everyone hates blah blah blah. But is it everyone, or are you just talking about me? Or you know <laughs> what I mean? But there's a consensus that everyone hates Roger Goodell, and I'm, I'm, and I'm one of those. I don't hate him. No, I hate him as a person. I just hate him as a commissioner. I I feel like he he's in the ch- he's been in the chair while the league experienced its biggest growth and soaring to the popularity that they could you know anyone could possibly dream of and yes now there's a little bit of a decline but there's also a bunch of other stuff happening but i don't know how much you can put that on him like is he the reason why they hit such a peak right 
you know, he's just the commissioner. So uh, we, we've talked about before the power thing is ridiculous. So, but he's not going anywhere. Um, so yeah, Roger versus Jerry continues it, the, that story. You know, there's something else will come up too. So we'll, when a new chapter gets written, will the empire strike back <laughs> <laughs> only until the Jedi returns. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're nerds. Where do uh, where do you think Kirk Cousins is going to end up? <laughs> you like that transition? So uh, where do you think Kirk Cousins is going to end up? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I'm trying to get us off our nerd talk. You like that. <laughs> yeah. I, he, I think he would be a good fit or would have been a good fit in Jacksonville. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, on, I think... He's like you said earlier. I think he's just going to go with whoever offers him the bag of cash. Yeah, is he going to be a whoever offers me the most money, or a combination of good money in a place where I have a chance to win a Super Bowl? Because you know it goes through their minds. Like, well, if Cleveland's going to pay me more money than anybody else, I, well, it won't be Cleveland. No, yeah. it won't. But let's just sit. I'm just. I'm trying to go to the bottom of the. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe I'll, you know, think about, okay, well, I'll go this. How about this? Cause these guys are just as bad lately and they're just a dumpster fire. The New York jets. Yeah. Do you go play for the jets? Cause that's the other team that keeps coming up. Do you go to jets? Do you go to Minnesota? Do you go to Denver? The jets, if they offer you a ton of money, which would be the very jets thing to do. Mm-hmm. Do you just suck it up and go there? Because, I mean... I think... No, I, I think he would be a good fit in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah, I got a good team, good good defense. Um, and maybe and maybe that's kind of what we see. Maybe we see Cousins go to Minnesota, and, and Minnesota's going to let Case Keenum go in free agency. Maybe Keenum's the one who heads down to the Jets. Yeah, you can end up with this circle of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of quarterbacks that just go places, mm-hmm. so... Uh, his name keeps popping up because he's finally free to go do what he wants and not held by a franchise tag under a team. So I'm uh, that's one of the names where I'm I'm like super pumped to see where they end up. Never been a huge Kirk Cousins fan, Arizona, but, but they need a quarterback. They don't have one, so he could end up in my division. That's fine. That might be interesting. Yeah, just hurt him hmm. twice a year. <laughs> we left this uh left this last story well for last <laughs> we left we left, left this last story, story for last, last. It, that, yeah that was not well done okay can i can i say it do you want to try it <laughs> blake freaking bortles <laughs> and the reason why we left this uh for the end is we had a lot of fun with the blake bortles thing as the you know the end of the season we you know we got this podcast started in week 16 15 one of those weeks and you know jacksonville was heading to the playoffs and then we get into the playoffs and all of a sudden they you know they win and then they go and they're playing for the afc championship and the fact that blake freaking bortles (laughs) was the quarterback of that team was just fun for all of us you got you got chris sims uh talking about how he is the 70th best quarterback in the league 70th seven zero and he was in the afc championship game um you have all these media guys sports experts saying that that team is just a 
different quarterback away from being scary. What does Jacksonville do? <laughs> they gave him <laughs> a fat bag of cash. Did this surprise you? It shocked me. Well, it was because just the day before they said, you know, Jacksonville is going to be active in the right. quarterback market, whether it be free agency or the draft. And then the next day, nah, never mind. Let's just, we're, no, we're going to pay Blake. You look at the quarterbacks that are available out there. We just talked about, you know, a couple of them. Case Keenum's going to be available. Kirk Cousins is available. There's still uh, a Colin Kaepernick is still out there. Any of those guys. Which I said that would be a pretty oh, scary be, match. Oh, him there? Those oh, two. Oh, jeez. With Fournette behind him? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Any of the quarterbacks that are going to be available, there's some backups that are going to be available that I would take over Blake Bortles. <laughs> Yet they decided to give him a three-year extension. He was owed. Uh, he was due to make 19, a little over $19 million next so, this next season. And instead... They decided to give him a $54 million extension through 2020 with $26.5 million of that guaranteed. You know who I think should have gone to Jacksonville? You got a name? <laughs> I can't wait. He's last on. So this is, uh, this is a list of some of the uh, free agent quarterbacks this year. Obviously, some of these are not going to be going anywhere. They're probably all better than Blake Portland. Well, let's go. So um, I'm ready. Drew Brees. Better than Blake Bortles, but he's not going anywhere. Jimmy Graps. Jimmy Graps already signed. He's done. Kirk Cousins. He is. He would be better than Blake Bortles, but I don't, you know, obviously not going there now. Case Keenum. Better than Blake Bortles. AJ McCarron. <laughs> better than Blake Bortles. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater could be on IR and be better than Blake Bortles. Sam Bradford. Ooh. Bradford is an absolute bust. I actually think, I think I read somewhere where Bradford's thinking about just calling it quits. But you know what? I really thought he was going to have a good career. He so just, just the injuries. Injuries killed him. Um, but you know what? He's better than Blake Bortles. Josh McCown. <laughs> uh, definitely better than Blake Bortles. Geno Smith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> better than Blake Bortles. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that was... That's... But that, anyways, that here's... Hurt to here's say. Is the, that it? Here's the guy oh. that I was hoping to get to. Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> You mean, uh, <laughs> I don't give a crap I mean, about like, anything. Jay isn't, that like the, isn't that like the perfect match? He's, you just go from Miami to, eh, I'm just going to go over here to Jacksonville. That sounds like it would work out really yeah, well. Yeah. Lazy Jay Cutler. <laughs> I guess I could just mosey on over to Jacksonville. <laughs> they let me smoke cigarettes there. <laughs> I forgot about Jay Cutler. Uh, actually, I think I probably picked Blake Portals over Jay Cutler. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were afraid of. Maybe, maybe Cutler been Cutler been walking around the parking lot <laughs> looking for a job, and they were like, "Oh crap!" Did you ever see that? We're gonna have to you see that picture of him when he was on vacation. He's just standing there bare butt. No, <laughs> but he still looked like he didn't care about he anything. Still didn't look like he cared about anything. Oh god, uh, I don't like the guy. No, here here's the, anyways, yeah. Here, here's the thing. So, so what are the numbers for so, the Blake Bortles contract? So, so got off topic. Before we even go through those, here is where he finished in key metrics from this last season. In completion percentage, he was 24th. Uh, yards, total yards, 11th. Yards per attempt, 17th. Touchdowns, 16th. Touchdown percentage, 20th. 
tied for seventh most most interceptions um 18 quarterbacks actually had a better interception percentage than he did Mm -hmm. um in the qb rating he was 20th passes of 25 yards or more he was 17th that actually seems high to me because i never saw him throw long passes that you know and then uh giveaways tied for seventh most so you read those numbers and you're like wait they like middle of the pack quarterback yeah and to, they just lower middle pack and they just paid him 26 and a half million dollars guaranteed now they literally could be and we talked about this earlier they could absolutely be just renting him on a year-by-year basis because franchise tagging him without franchise tagging him yeah at the end of the 2018 season yeah move on to something else or they plan on doing something else this season nobody knows what we're all sitting here wondering is why yeah (laughs) you gave blake freaking bortles who's the 20th best passer in the nfl you gave him he can make up to 66 and a half million dollars in incentives in this contract wow so basically he, he has a year he has one more year to prove that he doesn't suck poor guy and I see what you did here in the NFL news. You listed him third. He was the third pick in the draft. I did do that on purpose. Yeah, you see, absolutely, it. you caught that. I, you know, I can't get anything past you. <laughs> You're on to everything. So, so you were shocked, and and just we'll yeah, see what happens. Definitely crazy. I just maybe that's just the I don't know maybe maybe that's the Garoppolo effect. It could be. It could be. Jimmy Graps has seven NFL wins. It's just maybe he maybe he shocks us all and he goes out there this season this next season and just lights it up. Or what you just did is you paid fifty four million dollars for a dude that you trust so much that on first down with fifty three seconds left and a half you take a knee. <laughs> I mean, let's not forget that's what they did they didn't go to a super bowl because they didn't trust their quarterback right so yikes anything else you want to add to that nope awesome like freaking Bortles. like freaking Bortles. that is our nfl news coverage today today anyway yeah so hey that went by really quick last week we talked about uh sharing with your friends and continue to do that tell all your friends about this podcast let everyone know we're new yeah we're we're young and as far as the podcast goes, we're young. Hey, we're still we're growing. Young. Well, I mean, yes, we are still young. Thank you very much. Young, we're still growing. We still need ideas. We need your help to grow and expand. We want to. We're we're taking this thing seriously. We are a weekly podcast. Yeah, and we're not going to stop. And we really we want to make this a, a huge success, about as big as we can make it. Who knows where that goes? This week, what we really, really, really need your help on is to. For that growth to happen, we want to get mentioned in new and noteworthy in iTunes. One of the things to do that, we need reviews. So if you happen to listen to our podcast via Apple Podcasts, which a lot of you do, it would be super awesome if this week when you go in there and you listen to episode 13. Are they worth it? Yes. That's the name of the episode, not the reviews. They are always always so worth it. Take a couple seconds to rate us out of the five stars. It's five, right? Yeah. 
rate us out of the five stars, and then just write out, actually type out a review and submit a review. Even if it's just one sentence, we love these guys, or they're okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're all right. They're all right. It doesn't matter. I would love, we've got five in there right now, and I would love us to get to 20, 20 plus. That would be awesome. Yeah. So just, like I said, even if it's one sentence, just please go do that. We would be forever grateful. Oh, yeah. No, and I we appreciate the ones. We've got pretty cool chick, DC fan for life, Seahawks wife. Yeah, they left some reviews. Let's get some more in there. Yeah. Dennis from Ohio. Greatly appreciate him. He was the first. Good he job, He was buddy. the first. Good job, buddy. And, um, yeah. So, social media, we do participate. How's Instagram going? It's awesome. It's really cool. Did you post something before this episode? Sure did. <laughs> uh can't thank everybody enough who has jumped all over the instagram and followed us and participated in that uh, that's probably going to be one of our main platforms going forward it seems to be i got a lot of outreach yeah yeah and it's uh it's newer for podcasts that's not necessarily one that they use regularly but um i think we're going to so uh where are we at on instagram at common ground fbp cool uh twitter twitter's where i get all my news because you know what there ain't no fake news on twitter (laughs) okay (laughs) at common ground fbp on twitter uh i am at andrew guzman cgp on twitter brian you are at i'm at wenatchee seattle sports fan which is w-e-n-s-e-a sports fan uh we're also on facebook facebook.com slash common ground football podcast uh, and then as always, our website is there, www.commongroundfootballpodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast there uh, if you're, you don't have any of the fancy apps. It still works. And then as far as the fancy apps, you have the Apple Podcast for the iPhone users, Stitcher for the Android and Alexa skill, TuneIn Radio for all mobile platforms and Echo devices, Google Play, and as you mentioned, the website. Yes. Anything else? You didn't come up with a game, huh? No, mm-hmm. no game. I'll, I will come up with a game for next week's episode. Awesome. And well, and speaking of a game, are we planning a another special edition? <laughs> another special episode? Yeah. Maybe a special recording location. Talking about like way up in the, in the future, possibly. Like uh, during the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we can we can talk about that real quick. Um, be ready. We don't know the date yet because they haven't announced the schedules, but we know that Dallas is coming to Seattle and going to play at CenturyLink, get their butts kicked at CenturyLink. Sorry, said that wrong. And uh, right, that's going to happen. Oh, I wasn't listening. Oh, I I, he tunes me out. Yeah, gets a special signal and he tunes it out. Uh, but no, we're going to actually we're we're in the process. Uh, if you have season tickets to the Seahawks and you tailgate, um, and you wouldn't mind having us there to crash your party. And record a podcast. We're looking for a spot to record game day there, and then we're gonna hand out some stuff to all the fans that are there, all sixty something thousand of you. We hope. <laughs> probably probably a giveaway and some sort of contest. Like we're still in the planning stages, but you know, be ready for some updates on that. It's gonna be really be cool. ready to win a mug. That's pretty much what's gonna be, <laughs> or like a T-shirt, or ooh. What about a Common Ground football podcast koozie? Well, there you go. I like that. Oozie. Or a hat. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening as always. Like we said, give us a review. Share with your friends. 
And uh, we're coming back next week with something exciting. I don't know what it is yet. Here, here. That's right. So until then, go Hawks. See you guys. Go Cowboys. <laughs>